you should consider giving to our Patreon show. Outtakes as low as one dollar a month from you. Go to patreon.com slash y'all heard please. Like, don't put please in it. That's us being polite. You don't have to put that part in. Thank you for your consideration. Y'all heard? One, two, two three. three. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Oh, this is Y'all, y'all heard. heard. A podcast where me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Our two pals that meet up and... Talk about some things that we think the privileged public, which is you who are listening, should know about for one reason or another. Oh, and we also offer very much a great amount of miscellaneous banter, which is really why you tune in. Yeah. And if you didn't notice, he said pals, because we're not related. In other words, he tell you things you didn't know, you needed to know. Pete, how was your week? I guess it's okay. <laughs> I've been standing in front of 18-year-olds for most of the week uh, and being Not judged. In a creepy way. And being judged while trying to teach them about technology as they embark on their college careers, but... Ugh, 18-year-olds aren't cool enough to judge anybody. I mean, I guess so. Who's cool? Nobody's cool. I- I'd be afraid of, like, a 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 15-year-olds, who cares? I, I think I didn't really think about it so much because I was doing a bunch of the presentations, but then today my boss was doing one of the presentations and I was like, oh, they're judging him. <gasps> I bet they're judging me. <laughs> like, what were they, like, whispering about him? A little bit. Talking while he was talking, like, giggling at not funny times, you know, the huge. Do you think if I was a teacher, would it be inappropriate to say, hey, twat, I see you giggling? Like, can uh, I not say maybe, twat? Maybe, maybe tw- if there's a problem, it's twat. <laughs> if yeah, there's that's a problem, what I mean. That's what you're going to say. I know I can call them out, but I want to be like, hey, twat, no right from the beginning. I say inappropriate things, and I drink. Somehow be saying that they'll know that, like, they'll see me out drunk somewhere. When I do an exercise in my... I have a life, too, you <laughs> In my class, uh, they I'm have... Sorry, to- they have to choose, when I do an exercise in my class, they have to choose a toy out of a bag and then they have to write something about that toy. And one year, it didn't even occur to me, I put them in plastic bags and handed them around the class. And then as everybody was going through them, I realized they were all from the Wine and Spirits store. That's all the hilarious. bags. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was hoping it was like from a porn store. No. Still never went to one. Moved. Really? Me neither. No, no. We did with Alicia that one time. No, you did. I drove. Oh, I didn't really see anything, guys. So it's like I never went. And was that a store or was it a theater? <laughs> it was a theater, but I think they sold stuff. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Marissa? Like, How's your week? My week's pretty good. I went to Disney World. That was very fun. Holy shit. I know. I went to Disney World. It was super great. Um, then. Guys, I, I just th- want to tell you, it took a lot for me to not text this to marissa but now i can tell her while we what? were speaking here i was so happy watching all the pictures come through hit her up on her dms watching all the pictures <laughs> come through that my friend marissa finally has a job that lets her take a vacation 
Yeah, guys. For so many years, I, she's yeah. toiled away and never gotten a vacation day. <laughs> Thank you, Pete, for acknowledging that. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't remember the last time I was able to take a vacation. And you might be like, you were in Korea. I worked in Korea, bitch. Yeah. Or, like, I got to take a mandated vacation when they said, but I could never plan a vacation. I was never able to take a vacation when I wanted to take a vacation. And I still have vacation days left. How exciting. Wow. She was lucky if she got Ooh. holidays a lot of the time. I know. I wasn't even allowed to take six days <laughs> in my last job. I guess that was really fun. And then I came back, and everyone was like, take it easy. Because I missed, uh, so my flight was canceled, and I had to sleep oh, in an airport. Yeah. I was all out of whack. So I hung out, and I was like, oh, it's a nice day. Let's, like, hit golf balls and, like, play frisbee. I just wanted to do, like, dumb, active things, like, that barely took that much movement. And I am so sore. My butt hurts. My legs hurt. My arm hurts. And I'm, like, talking to the dude, and I'm like, why am I in so much pain? He's like, I don't know. You jumped to get the Frisbee a few times. How out of shape am I? And I was playing. I was hitting a golf ball. I somehow took the skin off of the palm of my hand because I was hitting it hard. They were mm-hmm. like, yo, you hit that on hinge. Like, calm down. This is like a, a relaxing game. And I was like, no, it's not. No. And then I, I went to Dave and Buster's, and then I took the skin off the top of the same hand. <laughs> On a video game. I'm in so much pain. Summer has a skinless hand. <laughs> yeah, in the exact same spot. There's like skin missing on the palm and the back in the exact same spot. I'm sore all over. And uh, it seems like I took MMA. All I did was <laughs> throw a frisbee and like play, play an arcade game. <laughs> yeah. Also, I went to, if anyone is a Philly person, I went to a quote-unquote gay bar called Woody's, but, like, enough straight people go that, I don't know, is it really still considered a gay bar? Um, someone was like, mm, the drinks are strong, and I was like, shut <laughs> And then I drank it, and we had a long conversation, like, were there, like, three shots in there, or did they roofie you? Because apparently, Sounds I... like I my kind of prop- place. <laughs> I don't know what propofol is, but it was described to me that I acted like, quote, I was on propofol. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I seemed like I was a combination of drunk and high, I was told. So that's very interesting. All right. I mean, I was in a safe place. I wasn't roofied and then taken <laughs> yeah, home yeah. with a stranger. But uh, <laughs> when I woke up, the stranger disturbing. said to me, you were acting like you were high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk yeah, about but- gaslighting. <laughs> What a very interesting weekend. Week. Everything. Do you have a icebreaker? Yes. Icebreaker. Do you remember the icebreaker that I told you before you went to Disney? Funny you told me and no. <laughs> Good. Because now it'll be fresh and we'll see if you have the same answer. <laughs> okay. Marissa, if you had to wear one shirt all year that has only one word on it, what word would it be? I should have thought about this too. I'm sorry, this is a word I... Uh, a word. Is this a shirt I already own, or I'm making just a shirt? You can make it. And, like, you could have different kinds of shirts. It's not like you're wearing the same dirty shirt all year long. Like, you could have, like, ten shirts. Is it a different shirt, and they all say something? They all say the same thing. I would have it just have an X, so long as it wasn't in the Malcolm X font. Not that I have a problem with Malcolm <laughs> X, but I don't see, like, I'm repping Malcolm X all year. Uh-huh. So that's it. 
I say that because I was trying to buy an X hat today because I lost my favorite hat that has an X on it, and all I could find were Malcolm X hats. Anyway, yeah, just an X. If it had to be a word, if it had to be a word or a sentence or one word. I'll give you a sentence if you want one. Um, okay, I'm going to think about that. You tell me yours. I don't know if I have one. I know it's my icebreaker. Shh. That's what it's going to be. Shh. Oh, I would say ghost. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Not ghost comedy. And then ridiculous. if we stand next to each other, it'll be a warning. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, uh, my ghost. Last episode, after the episode, when I pitched this to Marissa originally, she was going down the path of picking a dad word. <laughs> really? And if you want to hear a little bit about why she had dad in mind, you can join our Patreon and support us. Because a little so bit... So exclusive, I can't hear them. A little bit of after-show conversation has been finding its way up to Patreon. And uh, I also posted an episode of our old radio show out there. So two hours of Marissa and I talking and mostly playing music. Yep. Now available on yep. Patreon. All you got to do is donate like, a dollar and you can get it all. What does our money go towards? It goes towards better equipment or that's, sound stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Our first goal is $15, and with that, we plan to buy the recording software that we've been using for That's free. That's what I meant. So, think about it, think about it. But, uh, yeah, do you have a sentence, or do you just want to jump into your topic said, of the day? Ghost. Oh, a whole sentence. Ghost is the word. Ghost period. Um, Ew, it says oh, ghost yeah, period. Ghost period. Not ghost <laughs> and the word period. No, no, no. Or like, it says ghost period. No, like And there's uh, a little pool of white. And people are like, like gross. Ew. You're disgusting. You are disgusting. You're like a ghost semicolon. <laughs> what is what is yours? I don't have a sentence. You don't have to be a sentence. It could be a word. Oh, no. I picked shh. Oh, that was really it. You're weird. S-H-H. If I think of a better word, I'll cut you off some, part, some time during good. the show. Speaking of cutting me off. Speaking of customizing a, things, though, did you see my Instagram story oh today? God, I had a segue. Uh, <laughs> oh, your card? Was that real? Yeah, I'm des- I designed my new ATM card to have a sandwich portrait with a duck on it. Does that cost money? Nope. Oh, f- yeah. Yeah, so. I'm going to get something so f- dumb. <laughs> so, guys, pretend I didn't say that and let Marissa transition. Speaking of cutting people cutting off. Me off. Yeah. Women are always getting cut off <laughs> from from power and quality treatment. We're on a very and delayed Women's History Month episode. <laughs> <laughs> but today I'm going to focus specifically on sports. And, I mean, I could go in a billion directions, but I focused on, like, two main parts. Um, the whole reason I thought about doing this topic... Excuse me. I mean, first of all, it's kind of linked to Pete's last episode about the WNBA, which you should listen to if you did But also, I read an article. I don't even know how I came across it. Uh, but it was about this woman. Actually, no. Let me just let me just get into it, okay? Get let into me not it. beat the horse before it's Whoa. beaten. She hates horses, guys. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start out and talk about her women being effed in boxing, specifically in Olympic boxing. Why are you making a face? Because you don't mean literally. No, I'm not getting Okay, okay. I mean, it's effed over. Okay. Okay, just check it. 
Because this, <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> no, we're not talking about women getting effed. Okay. Uh, this is the article that really I was like, this is interesting. I never even thought about this. So this was an article that profiled uh, this one specific lady boxer, last name Brown. In the article, it mentioned that in 2009, the International Olympic Committee announced that women's boxing would be a part of the 2012 Summer Olympics, which I didn't know it wasn't already. I would have thought it would have been already. Anyway, and, you know, so that was a real history-making announcement. So that's the good news. The bad news is that the International Boxing Association announced that due in part to the limited number of spots available for both male and female boxers in the Olympics, women would only be granted three weight classes as opposed to the 10 weight classes that men get. So if you're not particularly familiar with boxing or, like, with sports with weight classes, this is kind of like a huge part of what identifies you in, in like, the sport. Because to make it fair, like, you box people of a similar weight class. Um, or else, you know, you'd be f***ing pummeled if you weighed, like, 112 pounds and you're fighting someone who's, like, 200 pounds. One might say um, you are messing with someone your own size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You only mess with people your own size. <laughs> and so this one boxer that was profiled in the article was a, what they call a featherweight. She is a 125-pound boxer. Such so a heavy she, feather. She similarly fights, I think the smallest one is flyweight. So she similarly fights people in that weight class. She's actually, she's a really good boxer. Uh, in, in that featherweight division, she won the 2012 World Championships. So remember, this is like right leading up to the Olympics. She won the 2012 World Championships and three national championships among countless other titles. But unfortunately for her, in the Olympics, the only weight classes open to women were 112 pounds, 132 pounds, and 165 pounds. So you might just think like, whatever, like why doesn't she just fight someone in the 132? She thought exactly that, like that's the closest. So she did her best to try and compete in the 132 pound class. And a seven pound difference might not sound like that much, but again, in this kind of sport, it's everything. You're both hitting each other in the face. Like, like seven it, pounds is, like, if it's fat, that's whatever. But, like, if it's muscle, it's like, yeah, more power to beat your face. Yeah, up. <laughs> exactly. So her describing it, she said, even at tournaments when I did get to 132, so she did get her weight up. You know, there's, like, weigh-ins before boxing matches. Um, she said, when I did finally get up to 132, when we'd finally weigh in, I'd be, like, 129 or 130. Because, you know, in a day, you could gain or lose pounds based on how much water you take or how much you poop. And she's like, all the other girls would weigh in at 132. And by the time they were all hydrated, by the time we fought that night, they'd be up to 139 pounds or 140. And I'd still be at, like, 131 at best. She was always underweight for those. So when it came time to try out for the Olympics, she lost in the semifinals for the 2012 Olympics. But... Funny enough, this was weeks before she became the first American woman to win a gold medal at the World Championships in China in her weight class. So meaning she's a fantastic boxer. She just doesn't get any chance to show her skills in the Olympics. And then again, she tried to go in the 2016 Olympics in the 132-pound 
weight class. But again, she just was too light. She was fighting with people way out of her weight class. So this article was in 2016. I think there is still possibly time. I don't know if it's cutting it too close. But it is possible that things could be changed in the next Olympics. But, like, if they are, I haven't heard it yet. Um, But so when this article was written in 2016, uh, women made up 45% of the athletes competing. Uh, which was the most in Olympics history. But women still aren't allowed to swim as far or, or race walk, which I didn't know was a thing, uh, as many kilometers, uh, shoot as much, and also their boxing matches are shorter than men's. And may, maybe in some ways that, I mean, some people, I'm not saying that, I don't know, in some ways some people might support that, some people might not, whatever. Um and weirdly, women are not allowed to canoe at all, only kayak. <laughs> I don't even know the difference between the two of those, so whatever. We cannot let women canoe. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, in the beginning, when the Olympic tricks started uh, in 1896, women weren't even allowed to compete. And then in 1900, 22 women were allowed to compete in specifically two sports, tennis and golf. And sewing. <laughs> yeah. Cooking and, and sewing. And at the following Olympics in 1904, the number of females decreased down to six. And then, despite the expanding popularity and the size of the Olympics over the next few decades, women didn't account for more than 15% of the participating athletes in the Games until 1976. So one of the major voices behind barring women from competing in many of the Games was the father of the modern Olympics. His name was Baron. Pierre de Coubertin. He was against women's Olympic participation throughout his entire career, saying he, quote, personally did not approve of the participation of women in public competitions. After the 1912 Stockholm Games, which saw 48 women participate in five events, he said that he believed, quote, an Olympiad with females would be impractical, uninteresting, unesthetic, and improper. So I guess he just wants to see ripped abs. Like I don't like, like what yeah, aesthetic. In fact, I find women's sports far more aesthetically appealing. But whatever. And the Olympics, he felt that a woman's primary role was to quote crown victors, not Victorias. <laughs> uh, all this said, I mean, it sucks for women if, uh, if a woman wants a canoe so bad, and uh. For boxers and just just in general, it really sucks for women. And first, a lot of the, the first problem is you can compete at canoeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but that being said, it is also worth noting that there are two events that men, at least in the last Olympics, still could not participate in. Do you want to guess what those are, or do you not want to? There's so many sports that they play. No, you go. Uh, men have never been allowed to synchronize, do synchronized swimming or rhythmic gym. Boo. Yeah. So anything like rhythmic, because maybe it's not, quote, aesthetically appealing. That's stupid. I hope that changes in 2020. Yeah. So changing gears a little bit, the same day I found this boxing article about Nathan's competitive hot dog eating contest. It's not like huge superstars there, but some people might have heard of Kobayashi the small Japanese man who has taken the championship many times. So this, this is basically just an annual competition where people eat as many hot dogs as they can. 
So, the first recorded hot dog eating contest held at Nathan's on the Coney Island Boardwalk in Brooklyn was in 1972. But actually, a ladies' competition only began this decade. That said, women were allowed to compete alongside the men uh, earlier on in this past decade, but they were kind of overshadowed by the men, so they recently got separated. Some women support that, and some women think they should be alongside the men. They seem split. However, that's not the issue. The issue is how different the two competitions are. So, the men's competition is kind of like in a sort of like prime time spot, and it airs live, and it reruns like five times throughout the day. The women's hot dog eating competition is held in the morning, kind of like it's the men's opening act, and it airs on ESPN3, and it's pre-taped. Like I said, the men's one airs live. So it's kind of like, it seems like an afterthought. So you can tweet about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, men are awarded, this is silly, but men are awarded an official mustard belt, which like is a mustard yellow belt, you know, like a little play of hot dogs, while women get a pink belt, which has nothing to do with mustard feet. And, <laughs> ooh, excuse me. When the women's contest launched in 2011, the winner was offered four times less money than the men for their competition win. That is pretty rough. Um, after a lot of public outcry, um, now finally the women get $10,000 like the guys did. But like, what the, what the f***? Like, why would you give women four times less? That's ridiculous. Yeah. 2500 um, Gosh, the sickness that you get enough from eating that many hot dogs. <laughs> oh, here's $2,500. I don't know. Um, it feels like you would you would have to like invest so much to get there in the first place. Exactly. Besides that, there's just like a kind of different vibe at the women's competition. One of the one of the contestants, the female contestant, said, "At my qualifier this year, I realized how differently I was treated because the MC of the event actually started talking to me during the contest while I was eating." <laughs> like, I'm shoving food in my mouth as quickly as I can. Why would I want to talk? So basically, like, I feel like it wasn't even an unimportant sport. And generally, people say that women are treated like second-class citizens. The women feel like they're seen as amateurs, and nobody really cares about them. So the people who decided, I forgot their names, the guys that in charge of this, decided to have the women branch off so they could get their own publicity. And some people agree, like, yeah, we, you know, we could stand on our own. But um, some people, you know, think that it's, you know, to give the men the show all to their own. Uh, and some people kind of blame ESPN. Uh, some of the women say they're really frustrated because ESPN doesn't really, like, promote it much. They give it at such a, a time that no, no one's going to wake up in the morning and want to watch people eating hot dogs. Unless you really want to watch. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. So, uh, you know, one of the one of the contestants say, you know, if you don't give us a chance to be seen, how are people even going to know about it? That being said, I did not know there was a women's hot dog eating competition. Yeah. I didn't think women were. I thought that it was co-ed and that women never made it. Um, I would so rather watch a women's hot dog eating contest. Not to. I don't know if this is. A, maybe this is an anti-feminist thing to say. I don't know. But <laughs> I find reminder that, everyone, Marissa watches videos on the internet of people eating food. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I would say like a woman's competition would be far more aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> like I just feel like it'd be more interesting. Like, like 
just better, like nicer, to, like just more pleasant. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean like oh, these little women can't eat as much. I just mean like it's kind of like more interesting. It's kind of like different. It's kind of unexpected. Just I don't know. It just yeah. seems cool. So yeah, I don't know. That's actually all I have. But um, me, I love my abrupt endings. But uh, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Like two sports that you might not even realize women are unequal with men. Like I just never even thought that there would be less weight classes in boxing. I never even thought that women even had their own eating competition, and if so, that would be given such little acknowledgement. So I just think it's interesting and sad. And I know like this is not a major issue in the world, but just when you realize like women's oppression sneaks into such dumb shit, you still realize yeah. like we have so much more to go. Like, I don't know. I wonder, like, with the weight class thing, if it's just a matter that they don't have as many people to sort of fall into more weight classes. And so maybe I mean, I wonder, eventually, yeah. maybe years from now, when there are more women boxing, maybe they yeah. would be able to split it up into more weight classes. But still, yeah, so. it does. And she, I guess she can't lose enough to fall down to 112 and still kick somebody's ass. <laughs> If there's enough people that she's competing nationally... Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so... And then the hot dog stuff is just absurd. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, the WNBA All-Star Game is going to be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching it. You're the one man holding it down. I don't knock anybody who's like, it's at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to be spending time with family, going to church, any number of different things. Working. Oh, is it on a weekend? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. At, least, at the very least, it's on a weekend. Okay. And they're uh, having a they're having a beach party with music and stuff, and it's all in Vegas. Sounds fun. What are you saying? What? <laughs> with WNBA, it's going to be like All Star Weekend. They're having a beach party. Yeah. What do you mean? And one of the like acclaimed centers, I believe she's the second highest votes for a WNBA starter. She's going to DJ one of the parties. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. Do you wish you were there? <laughs> no. Okay. Why not? Yeah, you know me. I don't like crowds. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, it's very, I mean, again, we learned that women's hot dog eating exists. Shut up, Pete. <laughs> Shut up. I, I'm serious. Stop laughing. And that it's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. Like, I hate to sound creepy or something, but, like, I don't want to watch sweaty men shove hot dogs in their faces. That's exactly what I meant to say, but I didn't know I don't to, think like, I want to, like, like, men's are gross. Men but are gross. I also don't want to scandalize a woman shoving hot dogs in her face, either. That's the thing, though. I find it more aesthetically pleasing, not because I think it looks sexual and they're putting dicks in their mouth, just because they're not, like, gross. Women are generally less gross. Yeah. Yes, am I generalizing men? Yeah. And I guess maybe we'd have to watch a competition in order to accurately judge whether or not either is aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> well, I saw pictures, and I mean, it didn't look not gross. I mean, the women still, like, hot dog shit was going all over this, but it looked, like, more fun and more nice and less gross, yeah. Okay. It's time for... Plugs! It's time for... Plugs! It's plugs time. You go first. I want to plug Ben and Jerry's peanut butter cookie non-dairy frozen dessert. It's so good. It has. Why? If you eat the whole pint, it has 85% of your fat for the day. Because? 
but I never eat the whole thing, okay, guys? You're a strong man. <laughs> they have, they have, it's like Oreo cookies and peanut butter in, and the stuff's made out of like almond milk and stuff because it's non-dairy. Um, sometimes when you're eating it, though, you, you dig in with your spoon and you get a whole freaking Oreo on your spoon. Oh, that's nice. With ice cream in it, huh? It's just that sounds good. very nice. I'm not a Ben. I don't know that I've really ever eaten Ben and Jerry's outside of that. But I was like peanut butter cookies. I'm in. It That's does my plug. Good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, my plug is Disney. Yeah, I was gonna say Disney World. <laughs> my oh my god, it was so weird. This is more of a story than a plug. But Animal Kingdom, I used to not like it as a kid, and now it's my favorite. We went to go see gorillas, and I'm never like, oh, I need to see gorillas so bad. And then I saw them, and then I was like, oh, my God, they're so cool. And it was great. So it was, I don't go on those safari shit where you're, like, in a car that makes you nervous. But they were, like, that makes you way too nervous. Uh, They were behind the, there was glass. But, like, they had a big, a big environment. Uh, But they were all sitting with their butts to us. And the guy was like, that is a sign of respect. If they were looking you in the eye, they want to kill you. (laughs) And... He was just like, oh, this one is holding a newborn baby. And I finally got to see the baby. It was so cute. And it moved so much like a little, like a real, like a real baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> like a human baby. That suddenly, like, it just felt so weird. And I was like, oh, my God. Gorillas are so much like humans. Apes are so much like us. Someone get that baby a crib and a swaddle. He does not belong on the ground. And it haunted me all night. Beyonce. I I was like, I was like, it was nighttime, and I was like, "What is that baby doing? Is it sitting on the ground in the darkness? It deserves a home." Those Carlos, we need to go home. back to Animal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. I I never was so up close to a gorilla, and it was life changing. That's all. That's my plug, gorilla. It's your beats ice cream. <laughs> So everybody, call us at five seven zero Podwad one. If you are a woman, woman. If you are a woman, if you're a woman if who you're plays a woman sport, gorilla, tell me that a lot of yet. people that a lot of people don't know about. Give us a call. Leave us a little voicemail. Let us know about it, and we'll be happy. If to you're talk a woman gorilla it. that people don't know about, if you're a woman gorilla with a new baby, is that what? You, what did you say? I, I was like, sorry. I said if you're a woman who plays a sport that not a lot of people. Oh, know I'm about. sorry. I really didn't know what you said. Or anything oh, it's else ridiculous. related to the show. <laughs> Contact us at 570-POD-WOD1 or at Y'all Heard Pod on Twitter. I'm at Riz Vandal on Instagram. I'm not sexually sliding my DMs. And I'm out of here. Bye.